powerful content podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 12 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Today's episode is all about how we can leverage the power of our content to build an audience that's aligned and more likely to buy from us. Specifically, we'll be talking about lead magnets, or you may also call them opt-ins or freebies. So where are we going to start with this topic? So we're going to start from the top of the funnel, so to speak. So lead magnets are how we get people onto our email list when we're looking at our sales funnel. Now, as you know, I'm not a huge fan of the traditional sales funnel. The concept is there, but the approach, quite frankly, it sucks. (laughs) And I prefer to take a more relationship based approach with my sales unfunnels as I call them. But first, let's talk about how most people think of lead magnets and how that they should work inside of the traditional sales funnel. So in that traditional sales funnel, it's an upside down triangle and there's a top, a middle and a bottom. The top of the funnel is all about that gated content and ungated content. So anything that's free. By gated, I mean we give over content in return from an email address from our ideal client. So this is really where the lead magnet sits at the top part of this funnel. And this is where we're thinking about how we can capture those people who are starting to take notice of us. And the way we do this is through that gated content or basically the lead magnet itself. So once we get them onto our email list, we push them into the middle of the funnel, we jump up and down and squash them in. And once they're on our email list, it actually allows us to start nurturing them. In the traditional sales funnel, this usually means a lot of emails and very often, and I'm sure that you have been inside some sales funnels that send a lot of emails. How annoying, right? So once we have done that, we push our audience further into the purchase, and that is the smallest or skinniest part of that upside down triangle. And this is where your ideal client actually converts. So they actually buy something off you. It's the smallest part of the funnel because I guess basically the likelihood that someone entering the top of the funnel will actually make it to the bottom of the funnel decreases as they are pushed through. So once they're squeezed out the bottom, it's a tick the box, great, we've got the sale, move on and try and get the next sale. So this approach is all about basically kind of like standing on top of a stage and yelling out to attract as many people as possible by whatever means as possible. It really focuses on using transactions and numbers as the driver. Personally, I think it sucks and it is totally unproductive. At the end of the day, traditional sales funnels are really just solely transactional in practice. Numbers in, 
minus numbers that drop off equal numbers that purchase. Purchase, tick, great, move on to the next person. But what I want to ask you is, is this really a powerful way to use your content, to get as many people as possible into your world and then try to convince them to buy your thing? I believe not. So building an aligned audience starts with making the effort to really connect with the right people from the start. So no, that's not trying to attract everyone, but rather attracting the right people. It really is quality over quantity when it comes to building an aligned audience. So that's a bit about how lead magnets are traditionally used, but I want to challenge your thinking when it comes to creating the perfect lead magnet. So instead of making it hugely generic, that's going to attract a lot of people and it may not actually be the perfect fit for you. You'll have them hanging around on your email list. You'll be trying to convince them by whatever means possible to buy your thing. They'll be reducing your email open rates and generally just draining the collective energy of your audience. So why not take the sales unfunnel approach to building your aligned audience. A sales unfunnel is about changing your approach to how you build your audience. It's about flipping the perspective from transaction to relationship-based. So using the concept of the client journey and powerful content, we can start connecting with people who we know will be our ideal client, someone that we really want to work with. And a great way to do this is with the perfect lead magnet. So a quick recap that the client journey is the way that we take our ideal client from not knowing anything about us all the way through to becoming a raving fan. It has five phases, connect, subscribe, nurture, convert and onboard and content. Content is the way that we move them through that journey. So our lead magnet is the key for moving them from the connect to the subscribe phase. So then we can go on to nurture them. So that's where the lead magnets fit in the client journey. Our lead magnet is basically a way that we can deepen the relationship with our ideal client so that they can see our superpowers and see what it would be like to actually work with us. It helps us to grow an aligned email list of people who like what we have to say and generally become warmer leads and more ready to buy from us as well. Now, the real difference with an unfunnel lead magnet is that it's actually designed to attract a specific person, not a whole heap of people, just a specific person. And the way that we do this is really to hone in on the relationship aspect. So traditionally, we're taught to create something that probably appeals to the masses with no real consideration as what actually makes sense for you and your business as well. If you're putting a lead magnet out into the world that you think will attract a lot of people that you can try to convince to work with you, that's not relationship building based on mutual respect as far as I'm concerned. This really needs to be as much about you as it is about them. So when you're thinking about creating your perfect lead magnet to build an aligned audience, when it comes to your ideal client, it really needs to have four things. It needs to address challenges. It needs to address the transformation. It needs to address what they think the problem is. And above all, please, please, please <laughs> make it actionable. So let's address each of these separately. The first one is challenges. 
what are they thinking just as they drift off to sleep at night? Now, I call this their going to bed problems. What are they thinking in their mind? You know, my life could be so much better if only I could. What is that thing? What is that thing that's keeping them up and keeping them worried? To be able to answer these questions, you really need to be crystal clear with your ideal client avatar. And it's a waste of time if you try to create your lead magnet first without understanding why you're doing it. I want you to also think about how your ideal client likes to consume their content as well. If they're, say, busy mums who are overwhelmed in trying to run a business and family, then they're probably not going to have time for an hour-long webinar. And most importantly, if you don't feel connected to your ideal client, then check out my free download, The Unboring Ideal Client Avatar. The link's in the show notes. This will really help you to understand your ideal client on a deeper level so that you can really tap into those challenges and their going to bed problems. Okay, the next point is transformation. I want you to think about where are they now? Describe exactly where they are now and where do they want to be or where do they need to be? And what's that one small step that you can get them to take that will help them on that journey? So that's all around the transformation. The next is what they think the problem is. And this is a really interesting one because we often dive straight into what we know their problem is and how we can solve it for them, but they're not ready for that yet. We often need to address what they think the problem is before letting them know what the real problem is and how we can go deeper in helping them in their transformational journey. And my last point is make it actionable. Whether it's a video, an audio, a downloadable, please, please, please make it quick and make it actionable. A one-page worksheet that moves your ideal client forward and gives them you know, that aha moment is a thousand times better than a 20-page ebook. You want your ideal client to download action straight away and then gain some momentum. You want them to be really thankful and grateful that they've found you and understand what their real problem is and then understand how you can help them with it. I really want you to think about making it 20 minutes or less. I know, like if you think about how many things you've downloaded and it's left sitting in your inbox because you just don't have time to do it, I don't want that for your ideal client. So let's make it actionable. So that's all about them, your ideal client. But do you know what? It's the you that really matters. And this is what most people are missing with their lead magnets. When you understand this, you'll see that it's the you that drives the aligned part of building an audience. So first of all, it needs to make sense to your business. There needs to be that really logical connection between what your ideal client has just learnt through your lead magnet or discovered and how you can actually help them to go further in their transformation. So if you're a mindset coach, then creating a lead magnet that has ways to use essential oils to clean your home is probably a bit of a stretch for a lead magnet, unless maybe you promote oils to help with the mindset. For example, my lead magnet or one of my lead magnets, the content roadmap helps women understand what types of content they should be creating at each stage of that client journey. This logically leads into any of my packages So I can help them craft a robust content strategy and action plan, create a lead magnet and related copy or build out their email automations. So there is a logical progression between what my lead magnet is and what I can actually do at the end of the day for my ideal client. 
The second thing is it really needs to align with your time, energy and resources. I see so many people in my audience stuck in that stage of procrastination. They want their lead magnet to be perfect, but don't really have the time to make it perfect. So guess what happens? Yep, nothing, absolutely nothing. If you don't have a lead magnet yet, start small. Or if you're looking to upgrade or change a lead magnet, please just start small. A simple download with one automated email is all you really need, and then you can build on it from there. So when you're thinking about what to actually create, I want you to think about what's easiest for you to create. Of course, make it actionable, like I've already mentioned. The download or cheat sheet or video actually tends to work best because they're the shortest and most actionable things. Other options you can maybe use down the track that require a little bit more effort in terms of your lead magnet include a quiz, a webinar, some sort of training or masterclass, a five-day challenge, templates, events, and even some offers as well. So if you're thinking about creating that new lead magnet, I want you to think about these questions when you're brainstorming your ideas. You need to think about what service does this lead magnet actually relate to? What is the first step in working with you? What do you wish your ideal client actually knew before working with you? And what seems like a doable option right now so that I don't procrastinate? Because I really want you to take action on this and not get stuck in that perfectionism and procrastination. Okay, so we've covered a lot already, but I really want you to feel comfortable knowing that you can create this piece of content that's powerful, it has purpose, and starts you on the road to making sure that you're attracting the right people, not all the people, but the right people. Now, I know one of the many reasons that people procrastinate over creating this type of content is how much information to actually give away. So I want you to remember that your free content is all about the what people should be doing, and then they pay you to get the how. But you know, on a personal level, just basically check in, check in with yourself and see how it feels. Do you feel resentful with the amount of information that you're giving away? Do you feel unsure? Or does it make you feel really good about what you're sharing? Only you can really gauge this. So ideally what you're providing in terms of the amount of content would be more than say what you would write in a blog or a video or give away on a podcast like this, but less than an ebook. You can always use your nurture or welcome sequence to actually provide more value or education if you feel like you need to. So remember, it's all about the quick win, the actionable win that shows your ideal client why you're the right person to continue this journey with. So basically, the last thing I want to leave you with is that once you've created your lead magnet, then please make sure you let people know about it. You don't want to be the world's best kept secret. So here's some ideas on where you can actually promote it. So obviously on your website, the more places, the better. So think about putting it in your foot up, putting it in your head up, putting it on different pages, putting it inside of your core content as well. So you're weaving it into every blog, every podcast or video that you do. You may have noticed that I've already done a couple myself inside of this episode. So find the opportunities where you can actually promote any of your lead magnets. 
on Facebook and Instagram. You can use it to um, promote it on your pages, in groups on Facebook, on the appropriate theme days, of course. And you could even use it as a basis for a Facebook Live and um, attach it as a call to action inside of that. In Instagram, there are so many different features in Instagram at the moment, but you can use it in stories, you could promote it um, on your feed, and even in reels or lives as well. So lots of opportunities on social media to promote your lead magnet. So make sure you're doing it often. You could collaborate with someone else. I love collaboration. It's something that I really do promote inside of the Content Effect, my membership. And I really encourage people to find businesses with a very similar aligned audiences and offer to promote each other's lead magnets. So why not go a step further than that as well? And, you know, do something like have a training series together where you can all promote yourselves and all promote your lead magnets. There's so many opportunities to collaborate. And then, of course, there is the last one, and that is guesting opportunities. So your lead magnet is a great piece of valuable content and a great value add for pitching to guest podcasts or guest blogging or guest um, video interviews as well. I love guesting as part of your content strategy and really encourage people to do it as much as possible. So if your host actually allows it, then make sure that you are providing that lead magnet as well. Just remember, with all of this, you don't want to attract everyone with your lead magnet. Only those people who want to work with you and who you want to work with as well. By making sure that you're attracting quality over quantity, it's going to be so much easier to convert those beautiful ideal clients into raving fans. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the Content Effect, my membership inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the Content Effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.